Hello friends, welcome to Spooky AF. This is Suze, and I'm joined by my co-host Rob. Hello everyone, I hope you're all keeping well. So, I guess we'll just dive right in. I was inspired by uh, the previous episode, at least I think it'll be the previous episode, that it'll be the previous one we recorded, about the Aurora UFO, uh, Aurora, Texas UFO that Rob did, and I was inspired to um, keep digging into some Texas paranormal phenomena, because there's quite a lot there. Um, I love that I've inspired you to explore your your paranormal paranormal ro- uh, roots of uh, of Texas. <laughs> Absolutely, and there's even so. What, I'm going to do two stories today, and one of them is actually from my hometown, and it started a kind of global phenomenon of this type of story. So buckle up, buddy. <laughs> Excellent, fantastic. So we're gonna. In honor of October and uh, all things spooky, I've decided to go kind of with um, a ghost theme this time. So we're going to look at two Texas ghost phenomena. And I would say phenomena rather than stories because they're, um, you can engage with these ghosts and there's tangible output from them. So it's not just uh, a story to be told around a crackling fire. So you can actually like interact with them is what you're saying? Yeah. Fantastic. Absolutely. So this, so on our on our uh, planned trip to Texas, we need to like these. These have to be hotspots on our on our map. I'm already sold. So I'm gonna start with. There's one that's like a benign kind of lovely ghost encounter. That's a bit sad, but also just just with a, like a hint of creepy to it. And then I'm gonna move into a more uh, sinister one. So our first story starts in San Antonio, Texas, which if you don't know anything about San Antonio, it's the home of the Alamo. Oh, cool, excellent. I was just about to ask what's the deal with San Antonio. Yeah, exactly. It's the home of the Alamo, which according to, which as we learned from Pee Wee's Big Adventure has no basement. It's also home of the, sports fans are gonna absolutely crucify me for this, but I think it's the San Antonio Spurs, which are a, basketball team she says tentatively you've either got it completely correct or you've just offended a large amount of people hopefully there's not a lot of overlap in the venn diagram of people listening to spooky podcasts and massive san antonio spurs fans if it makes you feel better i did just google san antonio spurs and yeah can can confirm they are a basketball team so you're, you're good to go oh thank god so San Antonio is actually a pretty cool city. I've been there a few times, um, mostly for marching band trips, which tells you how much of a nerd I was in high school. Um, and they have a like a lovely river walk with all these kind of um, historical-esque looking buildings uh, surrounding it where a lot of people have their quinceaneras, which is, if you don't know, is like a, a celebratory 15th birthday party for girls. Um, and a lot of, I mean, primarily Catholic culture, I believe. At least all the ones I went to were also accompanied by a Catholic mass. But so you'll see a lot of uh, girls running around in ball gowns next to a river as you eat your queso and delicious salsa. Amazing. That sounds like a great time for everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely worth it's definitely worth a see. So before I get into it, I just want to go over a few of my sources. So one being KSAT.com, which is uh, the local San Antonio news station, um, Wikipedia, and um, a few other sites like uh, Snopes.com and legendsofamerica.com. So I, I'm going to go out right now and say that your sources are far more tangible than what I used for the Aurora <laughs> Texas uh, one. I think one of mine was literally called historyofauroraufo.com. Oh, um, mate, that's that makes it so legit <laughs> that it has yeah, its own oh, it website. Does. 
Um, here, I'll set the scene. It's a dark night. There is a bus, a, a yellow dog bus full of students. Wait, do you know what a yellow dog is? No idea. I'm gonna assume it's like a Greyhound bus and I'm just gonna, uh... Well, picture any American school bus you've ever seen in a film. Like the yellow school buses. Oh, the, like, yeah, yeah. So we're talking like Magic School Bus style. Yes. Uh, yellow. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, okay. we always called them yellow dogs. Yellow dogs, okay. So, and, and you've learned something. I have. So picture a yellow dog school bus full of children ages roughly six to ten. And it goes over, there's a railroad crossing that has no barriers to kind of come down if a, if a train is coming which makes it super safe. Uh, yeah, hang on. I think that might be the fucking scariest part of the story so far. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Is this an actual thing that you get in Texas? Just like no crossing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There'll, there'll, there'll be crossings with no barriers. And is this because Texan people like to, you know, not have the choice taken away from them of, you know, you can't tell me what to do. If I want to drive in front of a train, I will. I um, or is it a funding thing? I think it's a funding thing because a lot of these, like, you'll see a lot of them. So this takes place just outside of San Antonio. So you'll see a lot of them in, like, rural places. Um, you'll get these kind of crossings without barriers. And they've just been there. They're on kind of dirt roads that don't get traveled often. So there's not a lot of infrastructure there. And that being the reason. Cool. Okay. So, Excellent. So you've got this railroad crossing. So you're on a dirt road and you've got this railroad crossing. No, no barriers. And the school bus goes up over the railroad crossing, gets halfway across, and all of a sudden, Sorry about the screaming children outside my window, if you can hear them. No um, problem. Uh, which actually goes with the story. Um, I was just about to say, it, it adds uh, it adds a certain level of terror. <laughs> yes, it's, it's some ambiance to the story. Yeah. Um, the bus breaks down halfway over. Of course. And this is an indeterminable number of years ago. Like, let's say it happened in the 50s. Naturally, yeah. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, so you, so you've got, so you've got like boys in button up white short sleeve shirts and you've got girls in little poodle skirts, like your proper fifties, Texas nonsense. Mm -hmm. Um, bus breaks down all of a sudden, what do you know? Train out of nowhere, just blast through the bus, obliterates these kids. They are decimated. Just done. Oh yeah. Like not a survivor among them, limbs everywhere, just horrible tragedy. I, cool. Is that there sounds, yeah. is there evidence of this tragedy? No. But did it happen? Absolutely, because everybody talks about it. But do you need evidence when you have you know stories about it? And uh, as you said, there was no no crossings here, so uh, I would imagine that the uh, the safety standards in in this area aren't particularly high. So uh, it doesn't really surprise me too much that there's no. No evidence of this and we don't need evidence no you know? not at all um and because and it was it was so long ago you, you you just expect that it wasn't recorded properly in proper channels and it's just lived on in in, in the memories of people who were traumatized by it yeah of course the 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 evidence is all in everyone's memory you know we, we don't need any anything more than that Absolutely. All these kids die. You've got an area now that is like a rife for being a haunted railroad. And that is what you get. Amazing. So here is how you interact with these ghosts because they are still around and they are still working their mat. Well, I'll get to it, but maybe that maybe their magic has been lessened of late because of some infrastructure <laughs> that's been put in place. Incredible. So do these ghosts have like, like, is there like a name for them? Like is th that they're commonly known by or? No, they're just known as the San Antonio Ghost Tracks. That's amazingly on the head. I don't know, I don't <laughs> know what I expected. <laughs> yeah, like there's just no more precise answer you could give to that. Yep. If you, let's say that we are on a drive outside San Antonio and we are on these ghosts, we come up to these ghost tracks. 
here is what we can do to interact with these ghosts. You can pull up onto the ghost tracks, put your car in neutral, get Well, it. sorry, we're in Texas, so please, it's it's a truck. It is it's not a car. It is a truck. Well, it, yeah. it kind of needs to be a car because it needs to have a like a boot that you can and I'll tell you why. Because what you need to do is you need to cover the outside of the boot in baby powder. <laughs> Okay, so stay with me. <laughs> okay. So, All right. yeah, keep so, going. So you've covered the boot baby powder. You've put the car in neutral. And at, you've parked in the middle of the railroad. So I would say please be aware of actual trains because it still is a track that is in use. <laughs> but don't you, in a way, you don't have to worry about the trains because before you know it, your car will begin to roll over slowly and then rapidly gather speed until it completely rolls off the tracks. And you're like, whoa, what happened? You get out and check the boot of your car. It's covered in children's handprints and the baby powder. So, okay. <laughs> so you park your car. Yep. You, I'm assuming, you know, you, you get out, you don't put it in park. No, you put it in neutral. Okay. Because the, the ghost can't overcome a, like a parking brake. Yeah. And then you cover the boot of your car in baby powder. Yep. So your car starts to look like a Colombian drug lord's car. Oh, yeah. And then you just step back and just let the kids do their thing. Yep. Oh, yeah. You just... And they, they push it out of the way. Yep. And that's, that's really helpful. It's really helpful, isn't it? Like, they're very benign, lovely ghosts, if you think about if it. If you... If you could harness the power of these children, especially with the working laws in the States at the moment anyway, I'm sure someone has looked into this, that if you could harness the power of these ghost children, you could viably set up a recovery service for breakdowns. <laughs> Triple A ghost style. Yeah, you don't even need to pay them anything. Like they're, they have this whole just, you know, um, like ghostly duty to not let people have the same fate that they did so if you can harness those little kids you're like you're, you're sorted oh absolutely that that's not a bad idea and i think i would appreciate if i were broken down and instead of some like burly aggressive guy who's upset that i have like intruded on his day coming to get me if like a group of pearlescently translucent children came to rescue me from the side of the road i think that would be quite charming yeah you've got like uh sarah lynn and chet from <laughs> 1950s america pushing your car for you instead yeah, you've, you've got Rusty and Gatlin, proper good old Texas names. There's definitely, there's a Jacob in there as well, I'd say. Oh yeah, there's definitely a Jacob. There's a, um, there's a Dustin. Gotta have a Dustin yeah. in there. Yeah. And then there's just a bunch of girls with double barrel names. Oh, like Peggy Sue and Sue Ellen and all that. Oh yeah. yeah. Good, good Christian names. <laughs> and you have to imagine that you know that in the pop in the popular mindset all these kids are white well i didn't want to say it but you did say 1950s texas so rural you know. texas so yeah that's 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 basically how you can engage with the, the ghosts and and people have been engaging with them for years and they've built kind of this like reputation um, in Texas. Cause I remember hearing about this growing up is this sort of like ghost track where ghost children will push you over. And I, I, it's one of those things as well that uh, I'd love to see how far you can push this. You know, like, as I said, if you pull up in a truck, mm. you know, are you going to get pushed or are they just going to be like, oh, fuck that. We're children. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> what do you expect we can push from a us? Car. Fucking monster. Like you park a lorry on the tracks and they're, they're like, what do you they're what like, do you, you want us to do with this? You've made your own bed, sir. <laughs> you've been negligent. Is there, uh, can people interact with them in any other way? Like do people kind of like, uh, I don't know, do they, do they leave anything out for the the ghosts? Do they ever, is it just handprints that are in the, the baby powder? Or am I asking questions that I shouldn't be? 
Um, as far as I know, I've only I've only read reports and heard about reports of like small handprints and like multiple like sets of handprints in the baby powder on the back of the car. Or if your car is just dirty enough, maybe it's maybe they can just they'll just appear in the in the dirt that's already present. Could could you imagine if you didn't know about this and you're that like one in a million person who legitimately breaks down on these these train tracks oh god you get out of the car and you're like panicking you're like fuck like the the car is done like i, I can't push it you know you, for some reason you've got like a broken arm i don't know yeah and then all of a sudden you just hear this like whisper of like we'll do it don't worry <laughs> we've got you and like some nascar like recovery team they're basically straight out there cars pushed out of the way no problem do, they've do. topped up your petrol and oil for you as well you know it's just like do 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 yeah do, do. and they've exactly like they've completely like they they fixed the car for you as well like not only have they saved but they they fixed it you know oh yeah a ghost child fixed my radiator i I can see it now like on like the the new york post or something like that (laughs) i did the title a ghost child fixed my radiator yeah (laughs) well speaking of newspapers we will uh, we'll get into it, but um, in our next story, especially in terms of global phenomena and, and, and the, in the media, but um, unfortunately, some, there are some naysayers to this urban legend. I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked. I know. So much like in Aurora, how there were those party poopers and and honestly liars. I mean, if we really think about it. Who Char- were, charlatans, if you will. Yes, exactly. Those um, Dr. Strands, for any of listeners of the back tapes, um, that were trying to like put down the the theory. So they say that the legend has been debunked and that despite the uphill appearance of the road, it's actually on a downhill slant. I, I refuse to accept that. I do as well. I'm like, you know what? If it looks like it's going uphill, <laughs> and, and but then you might ask, well, what about the handprints? Yeah, exactly. And that's my question as well, because they say, well, the handprints are just, the baby powder is just um, highlighting like fingerprints and handprints that are already on the back of your car. No. I don't, but like small handprints, multiple of them? No, I, I feel like this is some sort of uh, conspiracy. Yeah, as, as a child-free woman, I would not expect there to be small handprints all over the boot of my car. This this is big recovery trying to come in and prevent my business empire from uh, from taking over. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. This is big AAA. Big triple. What are we calling our ghost recovery service? Oh, uh, something that you, you can't just come up with something on the spot for this. You know, it's it's got to be catchy. Dead recovery. I, I'll accept that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simple to the point. Does what it says yeah. on the ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I I actually can't think of anything. That's perfect. Yep. Yeah. All right. We're going to go with dead recovery. But no, I agree. It's big recovery that's coming in and saying that like this is just a debunked urban legend because yeah. I, I, I mean, maybe I can, all right, look, ask my husband. I'm not great with aligning things. Like when we have to hang things up on a wall, like it's always at a slant. So I'm not going to trust my own judgment in terms of what's uphill and what's, what's going downhill. Like for all I know, I guess it could be on a downhill slant. I wouldn't be able to tell. But, um, but the handprints to me are, that's where you, that's some real paranormal evidence right there. But like, if, if it's on a downhill slant, then the bus would have rolled out of the way as well. And you wouldn't even have this legend then. Exactly. I hadn't thought about that. You're right. Where did the where did this all begin with the dead children? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I don't even know if uh, baby powder is uh, sold anymore. Is it? Wasn't there a whole thing about it being 
very problematic. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, isn't it sold, but it's now no longer made of whatever... Talc or yeah, something. Yeah, cancerous talc or whatever it was being made of. Am I am I going to get in trouble with Johnson & Johnson now? Well, no, this just sounds like big recovery. You have just, you know, come in and, uh, like, shut down a market just to uh, keep all of us quiet. <laughs> and they're in, they're in league with the Baby Powder Corporation. Yeah, feeling some, like, online conspiracies about, about it. You know, I, I my eyes are open. I, I, I know what, what's been, uh, what I've been lied about. We, we've been ghost-pilled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an ethereal red pill. Yes, exactly. It, it glows slightly. Yeah, yeah. It kind of looks like um, Mr. Burns from the Simpsons episode where he's like out in the forest, like that like radioactive green. Oh, yeah. I, I refuse to accept that this is uh, a, a downward slope and that it would just naturally just roll anyway. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I think it's a bit ridiculous. So unfortunately, it is harder now to engage with these ghosts ever since 2018. Okay. Um, I'm assuming there's a reason. There is a reason. <laughs> It's not like the ghosts got tired of saving people. Um, it was just that uh, Union Pacific uh, had had planned changes to to the stretch of tracks on uh, these tracks around a place called Shane Road, and they they were planning on I, I believe they completed installing two miles of siding track that will uh, help move trains in and around San Antonio. Basically, the intersection closed for construction, and now instead of like this single unguarded track. There was a second track on the east side of the current track and the elevation has been changed and it's done in such a way that the perceived phenomenon won't work, apparently. This to me screams that the conspiracy goes deeper. (laughs) They've managed to get all the way to the top. Into the railroad. Yeah, the the railroad unions have been compromised by by big recovery. The cabal. Yeah, motherfuckers. They, They knew what they were doing. Oh yeah, 100%. But... When, when Johnson said that they were, you know, stopping baby powder sales, they were happy. And then they realized it was only baby powder sales with no talc in it. It didn't go far enough. So they decided to just murk it all. Absolutely. Uh, Despicable. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's unforgivable. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's basically the tale of the haunted railroad tracks. Um, I would, I, before I go on, I would highly suggest going on to uh, KSAT's um, website. Uh, their article for this because it includes a very low resolution like PlayStation 1 style Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone style graphic um, video of like the tale of the haunted railroad tracks and it shows like it, it looks like something that in 2002 a fifth grader might have made using whatever the very basic Photoshop was like it's like it's almost like South Park in terms of like the cutout look to it. Oh my god, you're right. I, I have just googled it while you've been talking about this, and th- this straight up looks like something you'd see on, like, uh, daytime Disney Channel for uh, kids. Yes, 100%. I love this. Um, so, yeah, so if you watch that, it'll 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 go through, the, it'll take you through the riveting tale of uh, children dying on a railroad track in a bus. I, I don't need to see any evidence now that I've seen this, uh, this haunting graphic. So... Now there is a, or shall I say, there is like a copycat phenomenon in Illinois that we need to talk about. And I think, I think this one's a distraction because it's not as popular. It took me longer to find. And there's only a, like a very short Wikipedia page about it. Then there's no local news about it that I can find. If there's no local news on the scene, then, you know, it, it's, it's a farce. It's uh, Munger Road, which is in DuPage and Cook Counties in Illinois. 
uh, running through the villages of Bartlett and Wayne, which all of those just sp- scream like country. Yeah, they're, they th- there's no uh, no points for guessing uh, what that area is like. No, and it's the exact same. They they report it's the exact same phenomenon that there was a bus that a school bus full of children hit by a train, um, killing everyone, and that if you park in neutral on it, you can and you put baby powder on the boot of your car, then you'll have handprints on the car and it'll roll off. But again, I think that one's just to distract us from the real paranormal side. I think it's it's much like a libertarian candidate. It's just splitting the vote. I I, <laughs> I have nothing further to say on that. That was a perfect analogy. <laughs> Uh, that's my, my, my initial story. That's my benign ghost, Texas ghost story. And there's even, if you go to legendsofamerica.com, there's a, um, somebody has written a very, uh, elaborate and emotive version of the story. That's like, according to legend, it was a rainy Texas morning as the train moves swiftly down the tracks. Like the narrative on this thing is, will keep you riveted. Excellent. You know, you need to sell the story to people. They need to live that story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's even a a picture included of some negative image children doing Ring Around the Rosie that has been um, photoshopped onto train tracks, but the sizing has been done wrong. So the children look like leprechauns on these giant train train tracks. (laughs) Of course. Even better. Yeah. I'll have to send you the, the photo afterwards. Yeah. Please do. So yeah, that's uh, that. Those are our kind Texas ghost ghost children. Okay. Are you Amazing. are you ready for the the more malignant spirits that are roaming in children's bodies around Texas? I am thoroughly looking forward to whatever this is. You you said inspired a global phenomenon. Yes, and you. So I'm I'm ready for this. You will have heard of it. So. Ha- have you heard of the black-eyed children? I have. Not not a huge amount about them, but I, I, I'm aware of them. You're aware of the phenomenon of, like, scary black-eyed children kind of appearing. Yeah, I think there's something in Irish folklore about them, but it may not necessarily be, like, black-eyed children. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm aware of their existence. Yeah. So see, it, it's it's a bit of a global phenomenon. And it its popularity in more recent years has started in my hometown of Abilene, Texas. So it started with a, and it was published in the Abilene Reporter News because the guy it happened to was a reporter. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, amazing. So like perfect, perfect uh, setup for this. Yeah, um, it was published in um, 1998, but it, the encounter happened in 1996. Okay, cool. Okay, so we're, we're, we're uh, previous century. Yep, we're like picture we're late 90s in mid-sized city in texas there's not a lot to do there now there's was probably less to do there then garth brooks is probably on the radio oh yeah 100 percent. smashing pumpkins we on this side of the pond we we had the spice girls taking over the world at this point uh and yeah i i would imagine they may not have been as popular in uh this part of texas i could be wrong i i, I could be you know could be wrong but I, oh to go on a small tangent you are a hundred percent wrong I'm Amazing. I love that. I'm so happy that I brought up, opened up this topic. I'm, I'm delighted to know that they, they got over there. I was so obsessed with the Spice Girls. Brilliant. Um, my friends and I used to fight over who got to be what Spice Girl when we played, like, I guess the game of Spice Girls. Of course. And everybody wanted to be Baby Spice and nobody, for whatever reason, nobody wanted to be Ginger Spice. So we often got into full-blown arguments, um, and then had to stop the game of Spice Girls. That's 
a beautiful story. I'm 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 so happy I brought up the Spice Girls. So what? So so yeah. So in 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 setting the scene for this, you can picture um, 1996. I would have been six years old. Um, me like bopping to like spice up your life. Mm-hmm. Yep, perfect. Um, so this so the reporter's name is Brian Bethel. He was uh he was parked in. Uh, this is this is his story. So he had left his apartment. Um, it was already dark out, and he had parked. Um, I think he was. I can't remember where he was on his way somewhere, maybe a party or something. But he had parked outside of a local movie theater, and he mentioned the price of the movie theater being a dollar fifty, which tells you exactly what year <laughs> this happened. And just for reference, now if you were to go to the uh, the cinema in uh, Abilene, how much would you expect to be paying? Oh. Oh God! So for a ticket now, you're probably expecting to pay at least a tenner. Yeah, that, that's quite a markup. Yeah, and then like God forbid you want popcorn, and of course you want popcorn because you're not an animal. You do. You're not an animal, but aren't they weird about that in the states as well, and that you can't bring in your own stuff from the outside? Oh no, you cannot. If you bring in too big of a backpack, they will search it. That's so funny. Oh yeah. So we used to bring in small bags, but try and like stuff them with with confection. Texas never ever changed. They'll search you. <laughs> for Maltesers, but not for a handgun. Oh, yeah. No, you can absolutely go into a theater with a handgun. But, yeah, but no, definitely no M&Ms. So, anyway, he's parked outside of of the $1.50 theater, which, it also tells you, like, the way he describes this theater, I knew exactly in Abilene where he was parked, which was added, like, a fun flair to the story for me. So you're living the story now, basically, as you're reading it. Yes, 100%. So he's parked outside this theater, and he's, um, he's doing something, I can't remember what he's doing, but he was looking down, and all of a sudden, he hears a knock on his driver's side window. He rolls down the window and sees two kids. One of them, he says, is about, um, maybe 12 and the other one is a little bit younger so maybe like 10 or 11 okay and he doesn't notice this at first because it's dark but it suddenly occurs to him about halfway through the conversation that their eyes are completely black interesting okay right. sinister yeah yeah for sure um so the the older one asks for money and but then says actually can we have a ride and um brian bethel says um absolutely not yeah very much so understandably oh absolutely so yeah he tells them that uh no they cannot get in the car he has a bit more of a conversation with them. the younger one never speaks but then uh as he's having this conversation so let me tell you a little bit more about the boys so he said between one boy a somewhat suave olive-skinned curly-headed young man and the the other a red-headed pale-skinned freckled young man so an irish lad and an italian lad <laughs> yes in the middle of abilene texas yes yeah. okay they asked because they wanted money to see the film Mortal Kombat. Oh, excellent film as well. Perfect choice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but they had left their money at their mom's house. And also, could he give them a ride? He was kind of considering giving them a ride. But then he looked up at the theater marquee and down at the digital clock display in his car and noticed that the last show, Mortal Kombat, had already started. And by the time he could have driven the boys anywhere and back, it would have been pre- like the film would have been over. Okay. He noticed that his hand had strayed toward the lock on his door. And as he broke gaze with the boy who had been speaking, he said something changed and my mind exploded in a vortex of all-consuming terror. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know. So, sorry, just, so can I just ask, would this, would Abilene be the sort of place where you would expect to see, like, children potentially begging or, you know, asking for money? Would this be, like, commonplace in 1996, Texas, Abilene, Texas? Maybe 96. I mean, definitely not now. Okay, and... Would it also, so would it be kind of the sort of place as well where 
like would it be the sort of like size town where you could viably expect kids to basically just ask for a lift somewhere because they don't know any different like is it that kind of like small is it like small town america sort of style town or is this more like small city and it's a bit unusual for kids to be asking it's more of like a small to mid-sized city and it would even then it would have been a bit weird okay cool so especially in the part of town he was in okay so this is just straight up strange to begin with yeah so and 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 it's late and so to see kids that age kind of out out and about that late it, it even then it would have been strange i mean it would have been even more strange now but it still would have been odd for the time yeah and i'm sure he was probably like initially concerned that it's two young kids like out late at night like you'd understandably yeah. be concerned but when one of them basically like evolves into professor x <laughs> yes um so basically he like makes his apologies and wants to get out of there quickly so he starts um rolling up the window and then all of a sudden very quickly the older boy starts banging on the window again like both fists violently banging on the window okay and he started the boy apparently started yelling we can't come in unless you tell us it's okay let us in oh so they're vampires (laughs) right which i mean we'll we'll get to some theories about what the black-eyed children are amazing excellent okay so he said he drove out of the parking lot in blind fear and he stole a quick look in the rear view um and but the boys were gone um Um, And he said, even if they had run, he doesn't believe there was any place they could have hidden from view that quickly. Fantastic. So in time, he said he coined the term uh, black eyed kids or BEKs for for short. So if you see them BEKs, you gotta gotta be on your guard. Um, he said he wouldn't have chosen the acronym, but it's the one that the internet knows. Um, Amazing. Uh, so yeah, um, a little bit about about Brian Bethel before we get into the the, the BEKs. Um, he's been contacted by everyone from Korean television stations planning New Year's Eve shows to regular people who just want to talk about the Black Eyed Kids. So he's become a bit of a like a local celebrity. Interesting. Okay, and I'm sure he obliges to go on these uh, shows and such. Well, he went on one. I believe it might have been the History Channel or the Travel Channel. I'm not sure which. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was doing kind of like supernatural, weird stories in America, and interviewed him, and he told his story. And after that, it particularly took off on the internet and became the subject like people started coming forward with their own black eyed kids experiences and it became the subject of quite a few creepy pastas perfect well you know you've made it when you've got uh, someone sitting up late at night on reddit uh, writing about you yes exactly yep. so yeah um, on 13.org uh, a, a PBS like a public broadcasting service site mm-hmm. so you know supporting supporting PBS the, the title is don't let them in the urban legends of black eyed children and it kind of goes into to uh it's a video episode more of a podcast Mm -hmm. but um it goes into some theories about what the black eyed kids are and like some people come out saying they're vampires some people have come out saying they're like changelings from the fae Mm -hmm. uh some people are saying that they're demons that have been like taken on the form of children okay that's that's the most terrifying one uh, i I will say yeah 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 absolutely so that and they're trying to like infiltrate lives and like there's been stories of children these black eyed children just coming up unexpectedly to your front door and knocking and knocking very aggressively and then you look through the peephole you see them and they're looking straight through the peephole oh and no and thank then you. when you open the door they're gone no thank you and i'm thinking why the fuck would you open the door yeah you don't <laughs> open the door at that point you're like 
Excellent. I guess I live here now forever and I will never leave my home. Oh, yeah. You're like, I guess I will just never leave. Yeah. I'm going to go watch Mortal Kombat and uh, I'm never leaving the house again. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, it, it then it was picked up by, like I said, lots of creepypastas, people coming forward with these. Oh, sorry. The the TV show that Brian Bethel went on was Monsters and Mysteries in America. Perfect. That's a, that's a great title. And he wrote two articles about this in the Abilene Reporter News, which tells you exactly how much goes on in Abilene, Texas. Yeah. At least back in the 90s. I, I kind of respect the fact that you said, what, this happened in 96, but he only wrote about it in 98. Yeah. So he was either completely traumatized by the event and didn't want to talk about it, or they had a slow news week. <laughs> and he was like... Yes. He was like... Well, I do have something to write about. Well, this was kind of, like, isn't this before, like, rolling news and 9-11 and, like, all this, the world slowly coming to an apocalypse? Yeah, you know, like, internet forums are out there, like, people are talking about this sort of stuff. Uh, The X-Files is on air five years now at this point. So I guess, like, people are kind of thinking about paranormal things, but it's definitely winding down from the kind of, like, sensationalism that was the kind of 60s and 70s. 70s for paranormal oh yeah stuff well during one week in september of 2014 um there's a british tabloid called the daily star oh god and yeah it ran three uh front page stories about alleged sightings of black-eyed children at a haunted pub in staffordshire of course they did uh so for anyone that doesn't know the daily star is uh it's real premium uh British news reporting, real top tier stuff. Only, only the best stories are in the Daily Star. They're they're only slightly, slightly better than the Daily Mail, which is the absolute worst of the worst. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. So yeah, it ran three front page stories about these black eyed children at this pub in Staffordshire, um, and it, it claimed a quote shock rise in sightings around the world. <laughs> Okay. Um, With nothing to back that up. Yeah, I was just about to say, as reported by the Daily Star, I assume. Yes, exactly. The Daily Star said, quoting the Daily Star. Yep. Um, so basically Brian Bethel has like written, like he said, written a follow-up article. Um, and in describing his experiences, he's maintained his belief that it was legitimate. Okay. It actually inspired in 2012, there was a Kickstarter fund for a film about black eyed kids. Yes. I remember something about this on Reddit at that time. Yes. And I think it's something we absolutely need to do a watch along with, or at least a, like a post commentary breakdown because it is rated terribly brilliant I'm, I'm i'm sold already it's director commenting that the creepy children were an urban legend that's been floating around the internet for years and always i always thought it was fascinating however the review says that the uh, one of the reviews of it says the acting is atrocious the only redeemable uh, portion of the film was the black guy by the lake whatever that means <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm sold. I, I you you. I, I was on the fence a bit. You you know. I wasn't sure, but you you just fucking pulled me in with that <laughs> with that one right there. Oh yeah. yeah. See now we've got to watch it. We've got to see what is going on up at the lake with the with the 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 one black guy. That's the redeemable feature of this film, apparently. Yeah, that's. Um, I, I need to know. I, oh I, yeah. I, I'm I'm curious. Um, I'm I'm curious why it's uh it's done so poorly. Well, there's actually another black-eyed kids film. I was about to say Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Uh, that would be a different film. Uh, there's maybe Black Eyed Peas will do the soundtrack to Black Eyed Kids. But no, there's a, I'm actually on IMDb. There's another The Black Eyed Children film that's apparently maybe in pre-production. Um, and it's a young woman takes a job at an autumn camp in the woods only to arrive to find that all the children have mysteriously disappeared. But as night falls, much to her dismay, many of them return. So. Yep, I'm, I'm down for it. I am. Um, I, I, I've looked up some reviews. <laughs> <laughs> of, of the other one. Oh yeah they're good aren't they um so this review has five stars is this movie good not really does it have good cinematography no is the story profound not in any way does the plot even make sense nope is it worth the watch probably not do i still love it absolutely and that, five stars. that means it sounds like my kind of film yeah the, the other one that's really pulled me in is the two-star review of, you know, for a movie made by a teenage girl, I think it was pretty okay. <laughs> what a qualifier. Uh, um, I'm completely, uh, completely sold. And and the the final one, uh, half, half a star review. Putting cutesy text over some guy hanging himself alone deserves the following. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'm in. We're, we're in for this. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the story of the black-eyed kids. And it's like some people think they're vampires, some people think they're extraterrestrial, some people think they're demons. If you go on like Reddit, you can find lots of people talking about like encounters with the like or like friend of a friend encounters with the, the black eyed children it's on it's kind of a it's a pretty creepy story in that it can't really be disproven in that like i don't have it's not like oh it's actually going downhill with the train tracks yeah that's true you know and um i i, I could see reddit absolutely loving this I, I i could particularly like the no sleep uh subreddit oh yeah i, I could see them really getting on board with this but i, I i'm just gonna say it I, I said it already they they sound like vampires especially the whole like we can't get in unless you invite us sort of thing mm -hmm. that's like that, that's vampire 101 you know they can't come into your house unless they you invite them in yeah and with the completely black eyes that's like vampires a la um 30 days of night exactly so um you know maybe they're just <laughs> they're just not in the arctic circle <laughs> they're in Avalon, Texas. which i'm thinking like for a place that gets so much fucking sunshine like why are they there yeah they're daywalkers well you did say one of them was ginger so like he's clearly not getting out in the sun that much so true very true i I don't know what would be more terrifying, though, is the fact that they could be these paranormal uh, creatures um, or just random kids coming up to the window of your car, like kind of like late at night, knocking, asking for a lift or money. Well, the scariest part to me is when the boy starts banging on the window violently, like out of nowhere, like yeah. turns on a dime. After he's, yeah, after he's already done some sort of like psychic attack on you. Yes, 100%. I, I, I love how the other kid that was pretty chill the entire time, he was clearly just like, you know, I, I guess if you give me a lift, that'd be great, but you know, I'm not going to really cause too much of a fuss. And then the older kid is just like, absolutely not. You are dinner for the night. Like we will feast on you. So yeah, that, that that's my, that's my black eyed kid story. Um, I would encourage all of you to go read the original article um, and to watch some of the uh, kind of videos, like what is it? Monsters and mysteries in America or whatever. Cause they're um, pretty, pretty fun. And like that, they're that nice mix of fun and yet, and also creepy. And it, it happens in a town in texas where nothing else really happens like it, it is genuinely creepy when you think about it like the, the thought of it happening so people should definitely check it out yep a hundred percent and like i said you you search black eyed kids and uh you will be gifted with many a link 
a lot of them to Reddit. So, you know, enjoy. Yeah, view- viewers beware. Yeah, exactly. Like, tread carefully, dear viewer. Especially modern reddit after everything that's happened yes exactly i was like today's reddit is kind of the wild west again but you know that shouldn't stop people from looking at older uh reddit posts talking about all of these things and the san antonio baby powder children (laughs) the san antonio baby powder children Um, I'm actually going to go after this now and, and see if I can find some uh, like grainy YouTube videos of people showing evidence of their cars being moved across train tracks. Oh, and you know it's been recorded on a flip phone. 100%. And you know there's going to be someone in the comments. There's going to be people in the comments being like, this is bullshit. And then there's going to be someone there called like Truth Seeker 420 <laughs> who's going to say like, you know, ignore all these people in the comments. They don't know what they're talking about. You weren't there, man. I've seen it myself. I've lived here for 50 years and those kids are real they've saved me multiple times and you know he's the guy that you want on your side when it all goes down truth seeker 420 <laughs> he'll be your shepherd in the apocalypse of demons and ghost children when when well we need to contact him when we when we finally like establish dead recovery yeah exactly you know he's not gonna bow down to big recovery he knows what's up yep Triple A does not scare him. Yeah, we just don't need to look at the rest of his opinions on things because uh, we may not want him on our team when we find out. <laughs> yeah, no, we d- and we d- we definitely don't want to know how he votes. No, well, I'm, I'm, it's probably a fair it's, assumption. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fair assumption. <laughs> yeah, we 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 know how he votes. <laughs> we- well, yeah, we have to, we'll have to, we'll take all of this into consideration as we set up dead recovery. Don't worry, dear readers. And, you know, we'll, um, we'll update people in the future in, uh, how we're setting up the business. The, uh, tax will certainly be paying. And, uh, I, I think, I think if, if, and when we get merch, we should have like dead recovery as a t-shirt. Yeah. A dead recovery t-shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm all there. Oh God. That's, that'd be, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Okay. Yeah. No. Instead I, of. Uh, Instead of, like, a, a carjack, it can be, like, two bones. <laughs> yes, 100%. Um, yeah, and, and, and just have no other context to it. Just, be like, dead recovery. And then um, maybe, like, a glowing car on the back. And, like, a... Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll get, like, a, a, a completely, like, illegally removed uh, image of just generic baby powder. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just, just, just child's handprints on the back of the shirt. Yeah, that would be perfect. <laughs> that'll that'll be our first T-shirt. We we promise, readers. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I can already see it perfectly in my mind. And I will wear it proudly. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, so yeah, that that's kind of that's that's all I had. That was my. Those are my rich Texas. But I, I, we will move on from Texas phenomena. I was just kind of inspired from. The, like because I, I had never heard of the Aurora UFO incident, and so I was just kind of inspired to look look a bit more into my my home state. It's a big place. I respect that. I, I respect that. Yeah, we we will be moving on from Texas. Uh, I think my next story coming up is actually a story close to my home. Uh, so we can uh, we can fall into a good old Irish folklore uh, story again. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah, uh, happy autumn. Um, it's officially spooky season, so embrace your spooks. Yep, enjoy those pumpkin spice lattes while you can. Yeah, wear wear jumpers and talk to black-eyed children. And uh, don't let them in your car. Don't let them in your car or your home. 
That's all I have to say. And if you do, get video evidence. Yes, please send it in. Then we'll accept it. Yeah, if, if you if you if you tweet us um, at, with video evidence of a black-eyed child at your door, then we'll accept you risking your life to take it, to let it in. All right. Well, it was great hanging out with you guys, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.